Today is a big deal, man. We are going to talk about a sad, unfortunate, painful story that could happen to you, that could happen to me, that probably has already happened to us. And this is something that we need to address with urgency because our time here is limited and we do not have the time to continue to make this mistake. The Creator Podcast. My name is Dion Williams, a.k.a. Dion Does, and I truly believe that we were all created in the image of the ultimate creator, and therefore it's in us all to create. And this show aims to help you and I both level up in this four-dimensional game of life so that we can go out and create for good, whether that's for ourselves, our family, the community around us, but all of this a part of a generational vision of a family of creators coming together be the difference creator fam appreciate you guys tuning into the creator podcast you could have been anywhere in the world but you're here with your boy and i hope i pray that you are feeling too blessed to be stressed you are locked in ready to create and in, in every in every episode right we're just up on our toolkit up in our mind getting stronger so that we can go out and do that Right. And we say it at the end of the intro. We want to go out and actually be a difference. Right. Make a real difference in the world around us and our, in our life. Right. We want to start there. We want to transform our families, our communities. We want other places to be better because we're in the boat. OK. And and today is very crucial. This is this is a mindset that I feel like we have to have. And I'm going to read a quote. It's not even that it's not it's sad for me and it's painful, but it's not like no one died or anything. But today is all about coming up short, right? And it's actually inspired by a conversation I was having with a friend who is really big into, into politics, and he was trying to encourage me to vote in this last election. And he told me a story of how in his, he lives in like a smaller, like county or whatever. I don't know. It was like a local, a local election. And the guy that he was rooting for, lost and he came up one vote short and he can distinctly remember a conversation he had I think it was his neighbor where he told him like yo go out and vote and I don't want to butcher the story too much and add too much or take away but I believe he said like you know the friend was kind of like it made sense he wanted to do it and he was going to vote for the same guy that my friend was talking about but he didn't go out and do it he got too busy got distracted And they ended up coming short by one vote. And this quote, so, you know, when I'm, I don't just have all of these quotes like stored in a database in my head and I'm remembering them from memory. Uh, Some I do and some, and sometimes I'll get word of a new quote and that'll just inspire an episode. Or if I already know what I, what I want to talk about, you know, sometimes I'll go out and search quotes. And this was one that I searched uh, and I was looking for stuff just around coming up short. And this is from a man named Marcus Kahn. I don't know who he is. I looked him up. It looks like he's some sort of like college basketball coach. And it's some sort of sport. And you may not be an athlete like I was, especially playing basketball. I can tell they were in some sort of playoff or championship game or something. And listen to this. He said, it is something that still haunts me today. So it's probably the last season or previous season, you know. It's something that still haunts me today, coming up short in the last 20 seconds. That will eat at you for a while. Getting back there this year would probably change that. And and where can you relate to that, right? Oh, if you've ever played sports, you are like, you feel me. How, have you ever got to the playoffs and lost? I can remember my senior year. So my junior year in high school, 
we did solid and we made it yeah we made it we didn't go that we didn't go as far as we should have in the playoffs but we won our division we were like strong and a lot of people had us projected as favorites going into the next year to win the division and maybe even make a run in the state you know and so so then there was a lot of pressure for me because it was my last year you know I didn't have any offers that were D1. I knew I was going to try to go to New Mexico uh, where I did end up walking on, but I didn't know for sure. None of that was guaranteed. So I was like, this could be my last basketball hoorah. And so it meant a whole lot to me. And we got into the playoffs. Oh, my memory's blanking a little. I can't remember if it was first or second round, but we lost. And the the feeling of defeat, man, and coming up short and knowing that for in that instance, in that specific area of my life, there was no redos. And this is something that really, really fueled my grind process on trying out for the Lobos, which was a Division One basketball team that I walked on to. That feeling of coming up short, man, haunted me, just like this coach said. Like, that's something that can haunt you because I was like, man, could I have done more? I, I really didn't even play good in that game we lost. Like, it was one of those games where it was like I was there. I didn't play bad, but I sure didn't do much to help us. And so I was just there. And I was like, man, could I have worked harder? Could I have been better? And maybe, you know, and, and, and that memory, a lot of those guys, a lot of the guys, most of the people on that team stopped playing basketball after that, right? And that meant a lot to them. We had other seniors that had no chance of playing college ball, at least at a high level, and it would have been dope for them to have that memory. We can't go back and do high school, but we have to. We have to sit. We have to sit with that. We got to hold that L, okay? And there's other areas in your life, whether it's in a relationship and in, in parenting. Some of us have made huge, gigantic mistakes that where we came up short, and we can't go back. Sometimes in these in these mistakes sometimes can end marriages or relationships um, and really bad or, you know, maybe even rare extreme cases. It can cost people their life. And so coming up short isn't something that we should take lightly, especially because we have limited time here. Now, I don't want to be too depressing. Right. Because while there are are things that you don't get back and redo, you got to learn the lesson just like I did. And I was terrified that they were going to allow me to try out for the team. I was going to get one shot, and I wasn't going to be good enough, right? And so I would think about that. Every time I was tired, I actually had a sign taped to the to the, the ceiling of my bed. And it's weird. I don't even sleep on my back, so I just knew it was up there. I wouldn't even see it every day. But when I would lay down, it was there. to. Oh, you know what? I did end up putting it, too. I had, I had, two, I had two signs. I had a sign on my wall, too. And they both were to remind me, and they said, did you earn it? And by that, it meant, did you earn your sleep, right? Do you really, like, are you proud of the work that you put in today towards your goal, right, that that I was clear on, right? I wanted to walk on. And I was working out two, often three times a day, right? I would hoop two different sessions, and I would lift and, and run one of them. And then there was a lot of times I would lift earlier in the day, play two basketball sessions, and then still run at night. So I was locked in, and I was terrified of them giving me a call, being like, all right, because my brother was being really persistent, I was being persistent, and there was probably hundreds of people. I would go to these open gyms, and people swore they were going to walk on at UNM. Everyone wants to play Division One basketball. Even ninjas that didn't want to play basketball, they saw how, how crazy the girls were about ninjas that played basketball. They start practicing, right? So everyone wanted to walk on, 
they had two walk-ons that year, me and another guy. And the other guy basically was, he didn't have to walk on. He was, uh, he basically was given, it was like, the, you know, when they have a scholarship or they, they have everyone and they want to give out scholarships, but they're one scholarship short. He walked on that kind of way. Right. So he was someone they were going to give an offer to. They just didn't have it. I, so I had to walk on and I remember my brother being annoying and being like, yo, we're going to get this. He was showing up before I even moved out there. He was taking my, my high school film up there and showing it to him. And my high school film wasn't great. And so I knew that they weren't going to be blown away. I, and they, if, if in the event they gave me a shot, I had to ball out. And that's what happened. And funny story. I remember, I, I do remember this part. I was driving. I had some music blasting and I got a call from someone and I, I feel like he asked, like, who is this? He was like, Dion? I was like, who's this? And he was like, who is this? I was like, yo, you call me. And then he was like, yo, this is Coach Neal from uh, the Lobos. <laughs> and I kind of said it too, like, yo, who is this? Like, you call me, Ninja. And he was like, this is Coach Neal. I was like, oh, snap. I turned the volume down. I was like, you know, put on my proper voice, like, yo, sir, <laughs> thank you for calling. And he was like, yo, we saw your stuff. You get one shot. We're going to have a uh, practice at this day. Get here a little bit earlier. Um, we'll see you then. And like I got there, I was shooting around myself for a while. I was expecting like the coach to come over, give me a pep talk, like, "Hey, this is your your shot, man. Here's what's going on." And he didn't. He like the other players were showing up. I got there early. I was shooting, and the other players came out, and they were just like sitting on the benches watching me shoot. And it was real awkward. I didn't know to go over and introduce myself, but. I just kept shooting, and the, and the Jimmy was wet because I had put in work. And I knew they was watching, so I was like, yeah, I'm coming for one of y'all spot. Splash, splash. And literally the coaches came out right before practice. I was like, oh, Dion, come here. Hey, y'all, this is Dion. Uh, we're going to see what he's got. <laughs> and then they started like a little they do like a little stretching thing, and then we just start playing games. Like that was it. I had my shot, and I thought I did great. I wasn't. I, so if you have like, so here's what I say, I, I hung, like I, I looked like I belonged out there and maybe did a little bit past that. Like it was actually like probably good, like for a, for a walk on, like there was no turnovers. It was great defense. Uh, I know I pulled up last second from about to get dunked on. It was different. I had never played basketball. Here's the thing. I had never played basketball at that level. Like I had been to some really good open gyms, you know, even the ones where, you know, a bunch of people are. Uh, from overseas, or they played pro over here, they played D1 over there. So, so I, I I was comfortable with the talent level, but it just moved at a different speed. So much was on the line for me. Think about that, right? Like, at that time, I wanted to be in the NBA, and I knew this was the next step. I knew that the amount of people that walked on to Division One schools was low, and and this wasn't like they didn't have any. I, I had saw something where UCLA had like a, almost like a tryout. We didn't have a tryout. We bugged them. And I think to shut us up, they're like, all right, come by. You probably suck anyway. And so for me, this was like the Super Bowl of my life. Was I nervous? Heck yeah. But I felt prepared because that terrifying feeling of coming up short haunted me. And the days where I laid down and I knew I didn't do enough, I looked at that sign, I got the fluff up and did more work. And just committing to that and being afraid of coming up short allowed me to hang, man. I do remember my... uh. I do remember my first pick and roll. I came off. I was ready to shoot. I was like, I'm not scared. I'm a, it's a heat check, right? Came off a screen, pulled up, was about to shoot. Saw a clean little dime. I bounced past it. 
it was my dude, um, my dude Kim. He was like 280, 6'10, like a big mother fluffer. He caught it, caught back, slammed that ball so hard. I was like, oh, oh, we're playing basketball. Like the ninjas at the open gym don't dunk it like that. Even the past overseas guys, like it's a different energy. Like at that level, no one is playing in those pickup games to get their mama out the hood. Right. No one is trying to earn a starting spot because they think they got to get to the NBA because that's the only chance they feel of fixing their family situation. Right. So this is this was a different level for me. And then after that, I kind of settled in and I just played and I and I fell to my level of, of preparation. And then I'm a little I'm a little hazy off of the stuff that happened right after the meeting. Uh, but it was cool. Basically, they, they were like, hey, come back again. And then I was getting fitted for shoes, and and I was on the team. I had to wait a little bit longer because I had some stuff I had to do with Clearinghouse. But after that, like, I was on the team, and it was and it was crazy. And I know, I know for a fact, had I have not slaved, had I gone into that tryout as the same person that they saw on those tapes, I wouldn't have been able to hang, man. And I didn't know that the shot was coming. And some of you guys, right, you want – to be an entrepreneur, you want to be an athlete, right? You want to be a parent, whatever it may, whatever it may be, right? You're going to have your shot. And the scary fluffed up part is you might only get one, depending on the area you're in, right? And what it is exactly. With high school, there was no do-overs. Often in relationships, hopefully there is a do-over, but you can mess things up bad enough in your relationship where there's no going back from it. And so I, I want us to have the ability to realize that we can create, and even in that bad situation, it's not a death sentence, it's not over. We can overcome, and hopefully we learn from that, but that's not our goal. Our goal isn't to just say, I'm going to keep failing and keep learning. As I was looking up some of the quotes, there were some of those quotes, like it was almost like embracing coming up short, and I think it's it's great in that moment when, you, when it's official. Like, all right, no, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen with this election, right? But if Trump really lost, at some point he's going to have to be like, all right, all right, the gig's up. I lost. It's over. Okay? and Or maybe it's Biden too, right? I lost. And sometimes we have to admit defeat because it has happened. And in that moment, yes, I want you to embrace it and move past it and do what you can. But before the defeat happens, oh, I need y'all to fight. I need y'all to fight for your marriage. I need y'all to fight for your business. I need you to fight for the career that you want to build, whatever it may be. Okay? And so listen to Marcus Kahn, who says it's something that still haunts me today. I don't know how long it was. I didn't research it. But coming up short in the last 20 seconds, that will eat at you for a while. And he's hoping he can erase it, you know, by saying getting back there this year would probably change that. But let's not play for that. All right. Let's think about what's happening in your life and where you refuse to come up short. This is my favorite part of the podcast because we're put, we're taking some action, all right? We're putting some feet to it. We're taking that principle and running with it. And so scan the creator frame. We have faith, relationships, energy, and economics. Scan across that bad boy and say, you know what? Where am I possibly on a path to come up short? Right? Where am I potentially about to get exposed in something that I will beg for a do-over in? I may not get right is it in my faith is it am i waiting am i pushing the whole god thing off like yeah i'm young 
maybe some of y'all like, yo, when I'm about 40, I think when I'm like 40, I'll, I'll slow down. I'll do that whole God thing because I know there's some weird stuff with like the sex. I can't just be having sex like I want. I can't. Some of the things I know I'm doing, I got to stop doing. So, you know, I think about 40, I have my kid. Then I'll be a godly person, right? You don't know if you're going to make it to 40. Oh, my. Oh, that pains me. Right? Some of you guys don't believe, but let's use our imaginations here. In the event, what if there really is a heaven, a hell? Right? Some of that Jesus stuff was real. And it's like, there's a point where, <laughs> oh, snap. Can I get a read? Like, there's no respawns. Okay? Maybe it's in your relationships. Maybe you're just toying with it. You're not taking it serious. And they want to take it serious. They're going to move on. And they probably should. Playing games. You're over here playing games with people's emotion. Real people. Maybe you got to stop playing games. Okay? Because you might come up short and you might not get another chance with her, bro. Or ladies, he might he, he might slip through the cracks. You got you a good one and you over here playing. Stuck in the past. Okay? Maybe it's in your health. Maybe it's in your, your business. But where, or your pockets, your career, whatever it may be. Please, please, I beg you. Let's create our way to a dub. Let's not come up short because in this limited time that we have here, there are not always redos. And I do not want you guys living with that. I I have things, just like my man saying it haunts him to this day. I told you guys a good story. And, and that's why we, we got plenty more podcasts to go. But man, there's stuff where I was like, I was not the person I needed to be. Right? I was not the leader I needed to be in my business. I was not the husband I needed to be. I was not the father I needed to be. And you you want do-overs, you might not always get them. So let's take this serious. And hey, if you're really into taking things serious and you taking your success serious and you're like, you know what? I need this four-dimensional creator lifestyle installed in me. I'm, I'm done playing games, right? If I don't embrace this identity as a creator, my, my the, the people coming after me going to feel it. I, I could be a, way more of an asset to my community. I'm willing to take this serious, Dion. If you are all in, I need you to go to the creatorjourney.com that is out of all the areas on the internet every single website the creatorjourney.com is the number one place that you need to be if you are serious about a four-dimensional lifestyle so definitely check that out i love you guys you guys are amazing before i go i'm about to drop this text blast man i was supposed to do it last episode and i didn't okay so if you want to join my daily text blast you want to get in you know inspiration motivation sent straight to your phone and cool nice little bite size you know text messages or either uh, one minute like audios i'll send sometimes and quotes or pictures you need to text hashtag podcast to the number one five zero five five nine six three nine one eight if you're if you're listening to this somewhere where there's a description it'll be in the description as well but one more time because you ain't gonna rewind and i want you to get this Hashtag podcast to the number one five zero five five nine six three nine one eight. I love you guys. Stay too blessed to be stressed. And until next time, God first. God bless. I ain't gonna lie. That was bars. I didn't even mean to do that at the end. Too blessed to be stressed. Hashtag God first. God bless. All right, y'all.